Welcome to the Confident Couples Podcast, episode 45. This week's episode is a follow-up to last week's, where I go into three mindset shifts for men in our marriages. We talk about living on the same planet with finances, how to communicate with your spouse the best way, and are we having a problem-solving conversation or a listening conversation? We hope you enjoy, and let's get to it. So we're back for another week, and it's a follow-up episode from last week's episode. Back at it again. Which was, last week's was mind shift. Mindset shifts mindset for shifts women for in women. marriage, there which go. I got to lead and say lots of things about, but I think it is now your turn. So we'll see how this goes. I also want to point out, please uh, forgive us for any stereotypes that might come up in this episode, but this is just our experience for what we see in a lot of couples that we encounter. So... We're going to take it from that perspective and rock and roll. I think there'll be a lot of applicability here. I don't think that this is man and women only. The stuff I have to talk about, at least. Stereotype number one. Check. (laughs) (laughs) You go ahead and stereotype us women all you want. I'm pretty sure you're going to talk about how we're bad with money. No, definitely not. (laughs) So I laid this episode out in what I learned first and what I've learned most recent or last. So some of your own lessons you've learned. I think these are things that I've learned about our relationship that I think are were helpful for us that are will be helpful for others that make a lot of sense. Good. And mind shift, mind shift, nope. sh- mindset shift <laughs> for men. I will learn this at some point. That's so. okay. Maybe just we'll rename this episode Mind Shifts. Mind Shifts, Mindset Shifts for Men. So first one for me is live on the same planet with finances. And this goes back to an episode we did at the very early start of the podcast, which was, you know, if you're not talking to your partner about finances, then you're living on a different planet than they are from a money side. And, and we see a lot of couples doing this where they don't talk openly about finances. And, and it happens that a lot of times men in a marriage are the ones that tackle the finances just for traditional reasons or interest reasons. I know for us, you're just more interested in this stuff, especially when it comes to investing than I am. So you've taken on that role for us. And I don't think this is age specific either. I think this happens at all different ages in relationships too. So for me, I'm going to liken this to that if you watch CNN and you get your news from CNN and your partner gets their news from Fox, you are often find yourself living in a different planet <laughs> from the news cycle. Like you don't have the same information about what is going on. It, it may even be the same subject like money, but have co- two completely different mindsets or information streams that you live in. So to apply this to a couple, it could be he thinks we have no money and we keep spending it all. She thinks we're doing fine, I think. I don't know any different. He hasn't told me I can't spend this, so we must be just fine. Or vice versa. And then that was my experience. So, you know, not involving you in the finances on a regular basis led me to have a different perspective on the outcomes. And you came at it with a side of an agreement, which was, well, if there's a problem, he'll tell me. And I wasn't telling you anything other than passive aggressively saying, like, we are way over budget on entertainment 
and hanging out and like going out to dinner and it's June and we've spent all of our money for the year now. Uh oh. <laughs> Which basically like happened one of the first years we were married because I wasn't communicating it. And I was it like, was- let's go out. Wouldn't that be so fun? Let's get another bottle of that Japanese beer that we like when we have some sushi. Bring it on. Kieran, sponsored, not sponsored. Oh, delicious. Yes. Best beer to have with sushi. So when you're talking about finances or you're looking at it, I would highly consider you to invest the time and effort in sharing the information with your partner, coming at it together. It's a challenge that needs to be met together that no one person can solve alone because you're both participating in the, whether you're both earning it, you're definitely both spending it one way or another, or both have money to spend together. So those are things that you're not going to solve it alone. You got to solve it together if you're in a partnership. Do you have any strategies for how men in marriage might approach this? I like doing it the way we do, which is, you know, producing it once a month on producing a, what? a expense report mm-hmm. and, an, and an income report and really looking at your budgeting if you do budgets and, you know, how much money's coming in and how much money's coming out and really look at it together and understanding how the money is flowing in and out and where. If you've got too much going out, where you can save to cut back. If you're doing good, where you can keep doing good. If you're doing good in one spot, can you reallocate to another so you can alleviate some pressure in another budget? Things like that. I think it's got to be done once a month so you can stay on top of mind with each other. I also think if you can work together to set the budget to start with. So we've actually just started this process for our partnership for the next year we are looking at our budget from last year, looking at how we did and making some adjustments for next year's budget. And when that happens, we are both going to sign off on it and agree, not necessarily sign our names to the spreadsheet, but we In will. Blood. It, yes, we make a blood <laughs> oath to the spreadsheet. But we are definitely both going to look at it, talk about it, and we're going to look at each other and say, yes, I think this is a reasonable budget. And we've made that agreement then that this is what we're going to work toward together. It's not he in the marriage is saying, this is what our budget has to be. And she in the marriage saying, well, that kind of sucks and I hate it. Instead, it's this is what's realistic for us. Can we both agree to live with it? And we can because we made that agreement together. The other thing I'll say about the monthly budgeting and looking at those like budget versus actual numbers that we have thanks to using Quicken, which is a computer program that tracks this for us, is that when it's printed out, we can actually see like red numbers bad over budget, (laughs) green numbers good under budget. And it's really easy to see at a glance those categories where we're over and under and make those adjustments. So that's something that has been a good system for us to keep up on this and finances and budgeting on a regular basis. Yep. And I think too, when we started the process, like some people might might be thinking out there like, Oh, this is going to take forever to get them to learn this or understand it. And I'm not going to lie to you that it is longer, takes longer to start with, but it isn't, it's something that builds on itself. So conversation one builds on number two and number three and number four and so on until you get to the point where you have common language, common understanding, you've learned some things along the way. There might be some terminologies that you need to teach your partner. Like I know you've learned a lot about investing 
the money before we started this. So when we go to our financial advisor or when we talk about investment, you something that you are on a level playing field with me. So the conversation is not as long, not as difficult. I would not say we're on a level playing field as far are, as though. knowledge, given that you actually like that stuff and I don't particularly find any fun in it. But at least I can understand at a basic level the choices that are being made and what a mutual fund is. You pick is. some good stuff too. Like you, I'm, I'm only half of a brain by myself. And, you know, you are half done on my father's I, side. I think right? you have a whole brain. Well, I'm half done on my father's side, though. So you get, by participating with you or you participating with me, I get more of a full look on where you think the world is going and what's going on in the world. And that's been a huge benefit on the investing side of the finance management, too. So that's number one. Number two, this was a big deal. For me, it was communicate with your spouse the way they want to be communicated to, not the way you want to be communicated to. So for me, like running around and talking to your partner the way that you want to be communicated all day long, I don't think, unless you guys have the identical communication style, which rarely couples do, I don't think that's going to play out long term for the most smoothest conversations out there and from experience i know this because when i finally started to take conversations and throw them out to sarah let her noodle on concepts and ideas and consider them instead of waiting for an aggressive game of ping pong which is my style of play then everything got so much easier so i mean it was like overnight it's like i played a magic trick that and nobody knew about. I think we should give some credit to where you figured this out. Yes. Which is a prior episode we had. You can hear all about this when we talk about insights discovery and starting to use personality testing in our relationship. And that personality test said, I have the cool blue analytic personality style. And that means that I like to think things over before I make decisions. I don't like to make decisions on the fly until I feel like I have all the information I can. So while Bud is very comfortable with just being like, mm, this sounds good, let's do that. I'm like, wait, let me Google it. Let me weigh the options. I'd really like to do a pro and con list before we decide. So when he realized that I wasn't trying to be difficult. I just had a different way to communicate. He was able to help us to get to agreements in a happier way. I don't like to think about what I'm going to say because I want to be just as surprised as you are oh, good. when I say it. And you want to know what you're saying is accurate yes. and is fact-checked and is right. And I just don't have the same concern. So when I get into that, my personality type is fiery red hot. So then when I go into it, it's like play an aggressive game of ping pong is like the best example I can have. Is I want to say something, hit the ping pong ball back across the net, and then I'm expecting my playing competitor to get it and hit it, you know, consume the information, make the decision of where they're going to hit the ball and hit it back as fast as possible. And I'm like, oh, wait, hang on. I'm going to catch it into my mitt and I'm going to hold on to it for a minute. And then I'm going to calculate the exact angle I need to hit it back across the net. So if you just give me like five minutes, I'll be right back to hit my shot. We could dramatize this in a real game of ping pong. <laughs> <laughs> Put it on YouTube. Like, 
like two people with different <laughs> communication styles try to talk to each It'd other. It'd be the real world. It'd be oh like you and I in a traditional communication practice, an old school way. But I've gotten much better. And what's been great about this is that I've wrapped my head around, it's not about how we get there, it's about the end result. And if we achieve the end result that I desire, how we get there can make a difference. It doesn't make a damn bit of difference to me on how we get there. I think to use an example that's beyond just our own experience, I think that as a, I think a lot of men are very much peacemakers. So if someone is a, a peacemaker in a relationship with someone who's more direct and wants a more direct style of communication, if you can learn to have a little bit more of an opinion and not just constantly say, whatever you want, honey, that might also help. So just making that shift, whatever it is in your relationship, to see if you can communicate a little bit more in your partner's style or respect that style that the other person has rather than just assuming that they communicate the same way you do. If you are a peacemaker, I have a partnership hack for dinner plans, which is that if you are constantly the one that is saying like, I don't care you pick, come home uh. and say, I the best plan for dinner tonight. Oh, yeah? Why don't you guess what it is? You will never guess it. <gasps> are we going out for pizza? Exactly. We're going out to pizza. <gasps> Where are we going out to pizza too? Well, this was your plan. You tell me. Well, you have to guess it. I have to guess. Um, have to guess where we were going to pizza. We're at. going to volcanoes. Yes, we're going to volcanoes. <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm so good at this game. <laughs> and I didn't. I had no plan on where we were going. <laughs> Whatever the first guess is, you just go. With it. <laughs> I think that would get old too. So oh, well, be careful I mean, of Bud's it, communication hacks. You can't use it every time, and you'll get caught like in no time. But you can use it every once in a while, and it's still fun, and it works like a charm. And then I think the last one is recently, this is probably the most recent one, and the simple was, are we having a problem-solving conversation, or are we having a listening conversation? And before I got really good at kind of reading the outcomes that you were looking for from, from me, Sarah, it was, I would remember when I would awkwardly tell you, like, is this a problem-solving conversation? Or I said cathartic conversation, yes. which is a listening conversation. I remember how awkward I was in saying that. It's a, not like I minded it, though, because we had had a conversation where I was like, sometimes I don't want you to listen to half of what I'm saying and then try to shove a solution down my throat. Like, I had a bad day. Something happened. I actually already have my own solution for it. And I just want to tell you about what I experienced today. So stop cutting me off and trying to tell me what to do. Because if you just listened for one and a half more minutes, I would tell you what I did about it. So when you're talking to your partner, think about this in the back of your mind. Because we all have conversations where we don't want feedback and conversations where we do want feedback. And knowing which ones they are is really important. And I'm laughing right now because Jetta's walking around Sarah's feet trying to get up on her lap. She's killing me. <laughs> we are trying to record an episode to over here. Content over here, Jetta, for our confident couplers. And you're distracting us. 
So back on track. So for me, it was just being awkward to start with around like, what are we talking about? And what are you looking for from me? And then as I learned, I could read your body language a little bit better and be less awkward about it. I still don't mind it, though. I know. Yep. Because I, know I appreciate you when you know what our goal of the conversation is. And sometimes I will start a conversation now with, I just want you to listen to what happened. See, I don't think that it's what our goal is. It's what your goal is. This was totally for me changing my mentality towards you. Really is what are you looking for out of the conversation that was where it started with for me. Now, I think you've done it a little bit. You've kind of played with it or played off of me, too, for my conversations. Um, but given my mentality around communication, it's like if you've got an idea, like, I'm all for it. Like, bounce the ball right back at me. Yes. Do so you think most men are the same way? No, I don't want to put anybody in a box. I just I, I think that people have different interaction concepts and that if you're with a partner that is more like you that is more of the marinator that is more of the you know let me consider stuff this will pay dividends for the rest of the time that you're together and i have heard that women a lot of times want to engage in more of these listening conversations where they don't want suggestions we just want someone to be like i'm so sorry that happened that must be so tough for you yes it's, it's not, not about, about the, the nail, nail. I yep. forgot about that YouTube video. That's what it is. It's not about the nail. Yes. So that kind of summarizes my three mindset shifts for men. You got it. Boom, I got it. Now I had to read it, but I got it. So my three mind shift sets for no. men. Ooh, man, that was really <laughs> dyslexic. Your three mindset shifts for men are? They are live on the same planet with finances Communicate with your spouse the way they like to be communicated with. Seriously, no joke. Consider doing a personality assessment together. That'll really help you come at from where your partner's communication is. So then you know with data how to better suit communication towards them. And number three, ask them, figure out, be awkward about it. Is this a problem-solving conversation or a listening conversation? And then execute on it. You have to consume that information and then do what they told you to. Yes. And genuinely provide what they've asked you for. Yep. So we like to end every episode with a competent couples challenge. I think one is like pick one of these and apply it today. Yes. When you're doing the ritual. Like just pick one and just try it out. And it might be as simple as the one that's probably simplest to put into practice like with no research is problem solving or listening. That's probably like the dead nuts one you could do right away. The other two, maybe you got a little bit of work to get to where you want to live on the same planet with finances and maybe a little bit of work of understanding how your partner wants to be communicated with. But that one you can put to work right away. So for all of these things, I feel like we've talked about them in various shades on this podcast already. So I'm going to link up a few prior episodes in the show notes. For example, our conversation on money and budgeting, uh, our conversation about personality tests and the impact that those have had in our relationship, and maybe some other goodies about communication. So definitely check out the show notes for this episode for a little bit more in-depth conversation on each of these mindset shifts. Thanks for listening and cheers to Confident Couples. Cheers. Thanks for listening to the Confident Couples podcast. If we've helped your relationship in any way, we'd love to hear about it. That's what keeps us going and keeps us recording these episodes. 
Let us know by submitting an anonymous contact form at budandsarah.com or send an Instagram message to at budandsarah or best of all, leave a positive review on your podcast app. We hope to hear from you and we'll talk to you soon. Thank you.